Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip-hop. Respect the movement, respect the moment, celebrate storytellers. Hear new hip-hop titles on Audible free all summer long, including Words and Music Volumes from Snoop Dogg, DJ's Dramas, Gangsta Grills, featuring the mixtape legend in conversation with hip-hop greats, including 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, GZTI, and Pharrell, and binge-worthy Audible original docuseries like The Greatest Day, Can You Dig It, and The Motherload. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and other essential stories on Audible. Listen for free. Go to audible.com slash forever. I stepped in the club in your hood. I slowly turned left and there you stood. You and your friends talking. But when our eyes connect, you knew then it was just like two waves on me. I'm your king, be my queen. And what you want to do tonight? My truck is parked outside, so let's ride. I can read your, your mind. mind. I, I know, know what, what you're thinking. thinking. It's all right. It's all right. I know you want to rub. I know you want to touch. I know you want to feel. So baby, keep, keep it, it real. real. I know, I know you, you want to see. I know you want to be in my, my BED. Grinding slowly. <laughs> yeah. ah. I always laugh when people spell in songs. That's always hilarious to me. Oh, yes. S-P-L-A-C-K-A-V-E-L-L-I-E. Splackavelle. <laughs> Remember, Music Soul Child had that M-A-R-Y-H-O-W-C-O-U-L-D-Y-O-U-C. I said, you got to spell this entire sentence. You mean my love. And then you go say, M E M Y love. And he and why love like he ran out of time. He did not have time to say L O V E. Did it? <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Como esta? Um, before we get into this episode and how and our doings and our beings, I just wanted to put this at the very, very top. Tippy top. We are going on a break, niggas. Hallelujah. Okay. It's the end of the summertime, and uh, we deserve to enjoy those um, scot-free. So, 
We're going to take a little three week break. We'll be back the week of my birthday. Birthday. Uh, which is 9 11. You birthday, can birthday. never forget that. That's right. <laughs> um, so we will be back the week of the 11th. And uh, yeah, we're going to be on break from next week and t- for the next three weeks. So, Oh, yes. I believe there will be reprises. Oh, um, yes. We will have some Themes. fun mashup episodes mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. your listening pleasure. There will be a little bit of Patreon content. Mm-hmm. I have some um, some teas for you all. Just a quick daytime and nighttime tea herbal blend that I've made um, with, you know, just some some healing uh, facts and things like that. And, you know, yes. little things that they do for the body. So there's that. Uh, I'll be having a sea moss video of how to make your own sea moss gel. Mm. You know, it's getting real sebi over here. So <laughs> it is. Latoya <laughs> and I will be keeping it ratchet and coming back to yes. you live. We'll be doing some lives uh in response. You know, Big Brother, the new season of Big Brother premiered last yes. week. Yes. Yes, it um, did. And we will be back to discuss the mess. Um uh and we'll be having some live reactions to the episodes of Big Brother that will also be available down to the Patreon. Um All right. So, you know, and I'm going to do a makeup live. I'm going to do some makeup content for you all as well this summer because, you know, makeup is my playtime. It's how I decompress. And so it is looking forward to sharing some of that with you all down to the Patreon. So join us. Join us. We also is the gated community. What's our what's our uh, Patreon? How do we what do you think our Patreon should be? Hmm. Well, we let's see. Jaden XDs are the agents of chaos, but that's <laughs> self-explanatory. Um, that's like the lambs, but for us. <laughs> oh, God. So I think, let me see, for our, uh, oh, we can call them gronies, like cronies, <laughs> but gronies. Yes, I'm down. Gronies. How do you all feel about that? How do you feel about being a grony? Yeah, like chime in. Let us know. How yeah. would you like to be referred to our Patreon community? We would love to. They were like, by you. our names. Bitches. Hello. But, exactly. <laughs> but um, we are adults. Are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> we should call it Shady Pines. It's an old folk song. <laughs> we, call it, we, should. we should. Everybody's the Golden Girls. It's, yeah. That's all gender inclusive. Always. Just want you to know. That's right. <laughs> Everybody's Golden Love Girls. Love y'all so much. Okay, yeah. So we'll be back uh, to recording live and direct content um, uh, in early September. But we're just going to mm-hmm. have a little uh, reprise, l- reprieve. I said reprise, reprieve. So Jade and I can sort of come back fresh for the fall yes final quarter of the year end out strong man that's what we out here trying yes can't wait um and we got some fun stuff coming for you in the fall some some new judge some new weave and uh some some just some good things that you all have been asking for shout out to our street team doing the work um so yeah we got some good guests coming through but we, we're gonna just take a, take a little respite and then we'll be back so with that being said how are you doing this week sister i am uh busy uh but blessed 
I mm-hmm. am well. I have no complaints. I'm safe. I have what I need. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, a very intense time. We're planning summer meetings at work. I'm hosting my first solo summer meeting all by my town. What? I have two meetings that I'm hosting next week. And so the workdays are very full. And I'm working, you know, at night as well, just trying to get things prepared. But looking forward to some fun things. You know, going to have some fun sister time at the end of the summer. And we're doing some <gasps> oh, super I cool cannot things. Yes. Wait. We're doing some super cool things um, this fall, like Jade said. So uh, just trying to get ready to end the year strong. I have some goals and things that I'm working toward completing for 2023. Um, so I'm busy, but fulfilled. Good, good, busy. Good, um, good. And I'm trying to incorporate regular, um, like having having more regimented rest mm-hmm. and recovery mm-hmm. because, you know, mm-hmm. we have to recover. Recovery is a part of the training. Absolutely. So Absolutely. And we'll, we're also going to talk a little bit more about that in the kitchen table. Oh, yeah, we are. How are you doing, though, sister? I'm doing well. Um, as you all are listening to this, you know, we record a week ahead of time. So we're fresh off the hills of um, Fade in the Water. Uh, so the pre-show water. came out a little early so that Kia and I can offer our docents to the conversation um, and the rejoicing. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, that's, oh, yes. so that's that. Love it. Love to see it. Um, if you guys have any information about... Any various legal funds that we can donate to, uh, mm. we would love to be able to put those on, you know, the main stage so that people can donate. Because if we're going to unify in the fisticuffs, we got to unify right. in the aftermath as well. So not saying that the fisticuffs weren't warranted because they were warranted AF. <laughs> so, and I'm only, I only regret not being there. That is my only regret <laughs> about this entire situation. Uh, <laughs> so, head down to the Patreon and have the conversation with us. We talked many things. We talked Noah being a tall, oh, Jennifer yes. Aniston being a snowflake, um, a treacherous, and an and yeah, and you know the fades heard round the world. <laughs> Love it. Act Lift right every voice and Yes. Yes. So I'm well. I um I'm feeling good. I will talk a little bit more in the self care mm-hmm. uh, about where I currently currently am, which is going to sound like a broken record, but it's not oh. actually. If you oh. listen to what I'm saying, don't be those people. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't say I hate pancakes. I said I love waffles. Um, But no, excited to talk about that. Get a little vulnerable with you. Get a little transparent. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I'm actually feeling very good. I'm feeling very good. I love that for us. Right now. And I love that for you. So shall we journey on into the shout out? Yeah, let's get into our shout out. Okay, perfect. My sister's popping right now. So we're going to get into a little shout out. We have a couple of them, actually. Uh, This is a repeat offender from a couple of weeks ago. But the reason we want to shout out our sister, Nikki of NL Makeup slash Plentiful Brows once again is because her services are officially live and direct in the Houston, Texas area. She is um, 
doing micro shading. If you follow me on any social media, you may have recently seen that my eyebrows are impeccable. Yes. And that is because the girls have been Nikki commenting them. They have been singing your Thank eyebrow you. praises. Thank you. All Thank over you so Blue much. Ivy's internet because they are indeed masterfully done. Uh, and Thank if you, you so too much. would like uh, Bad Bitch Eyebrows, you need to go yeah. and see Nikki. I plan to, yeah. to make an appointment uh, in the fall sometime. It's um, the only bad bitch thing about me. Oh, my nails. I got bad bitch. But yes. not, maybe not these. But I, uh, I, yeah. I'm just very pleased. And when she gets into this nano shading, <laughs> watch out world. I'm going to be insufferable. Wow. So, but in the meantime, yeah, that's coming next. But in the meantime and in between time, she is doing micro shading, ombre combination, powder brows, um, which are a per, uh, semi-permanent brow um, makeup. It's mm. it's it's permanent makeup technically lasts for a couple of years or whatever. They don't like to tell you exactly how long because everybody's skin is different. Mm -hmm. But regardless, Nikki is incredible. And if you guys are headed to Texas, if you're going for the Beyonce concert or, you know, whatever, book your appointment. OK, That's she's fine. there for you. She's incredible. And I love it. She also did my grandmother. So, Aww. um. Here we are. It's a family affair. So get yours. She's and she's doing introductory prices, I believe, through the end of September or very mid October. Okay, so it is introductory prices much lower than what you would normally pay with the same amazing quality. And then she will go to full price come October. So get it where you fit in. Sis has a, an announce uh, shout out as well. I just would like to very briefly acknowledge uh, the legendary Simone Biles, uh, who very heroically uh, took it upon herself um, mm -hmm. to uh, take some time off after the, what was it? Was it must be the last Olympic Games? I don't know what mm -hmm, year it was. Mm -hmm. Had to be mm -hmm. 2020, no? I believe, I believe it was 2020 or 2021. She took time off uh, mm -hmm. after the, her last Olympic performance to focus on her mental health and mm -hmm. uh, invest and pour some time into herself. Um, and she's back competing now and is now a champion all over again. She yes. uh, um, returns after taking those two years, um, the four-time Olympic gold medalist. She returned mm -hmm. to the Core Hydration Classic right outside of Chicago just this last past weekend um, yep. and won the all-around balance beam and floor titles and had the highest score on the vault. So she's still clearing the girls. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Boots. And, and literally won by a five-point margin, which is pretty a big deal in gymnastics. So she's out here taking her, you know, taking care of herself and evidently it was for the good because it's in no it in no way compromised her game. She is still a true champion. And I just wanted to shout her out because she's taking care of herself, investing in herself, and really mm -hmm. you see her doing the work of having a a very being a whole person, have a well-rounded, full and complete life, and not being solely defined by her amazing uh athletic talent, her skill, her her ability. But you know, yeah. uh celebrating her humanity and doing things uh to curate 
a life well lived. And we love to see it. Yes. She's an awesome example. Great possibility model. So we just wanted to give her a shout out. Shout out to you, Simone Biles. We're proud of you, Neat, out here. Shout out to you, Go Simone. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a perfect segue into our kitchen table talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's head over in that direction. Quality of life. All right. Oh, hello, sister. What's up, sister? So have you heard of the app Hinge? Mm, I've heard a few things here and there, but I don't know that much. Well, it's a dating app, you know, no, uh, not trying to throw any hints your direction, but (laughs) how some effort. (laughs) It's an intentional dating app. You know, we both speak very much about intentionality and all that we do. Do we not? Mm. We want to do stuff on purpose. Right. And so it's the app that is meant to be deleted. Okay. Well, I'm good at deleting apps. Yes. Yeah. You know, you just build a little easy, you know, unique profile using their feature called hinge prompts and the prompts helps you showcase your personality and share mm. your interests and your humor and your, your dating intentions mm. okay are you intrigued I'm, I'm, just... I'm not close <laughs> i'm not close let's talk through it let's talk through it so they have a couple prompts and i think i think it would be fun for us to do some of them together you know just a little <clears throat> warm-up you know mm, kind of like uh, you know, we're playing like what would be your your tagline on the Real Housewives? Yeah, you know, sure. but like interest and stuff like that. Okay, it's like it's how you get to know somebody. So I think it's really fun. So let's do some together. Okay, date vibes. Like what together we could. <laughs> the best way to ask me out is by. What's your date vibes looking like? Have a plan, young man. Have a okay, plan. Yes. I don't like, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to make a lot of decisions in my life. I have decision fatigue. So if you make decisions for me, like mm-hmm. real, like good ones though, don't be out here choosing chicken fingers and french fries for the table. Cause like, <laughs> but, uh, we are grown. You don't want no hemming and hawing. Yeah. If I'm telling you that I'm already available on Thursday night and then you say, okay, so what you want to do? I don't got time for that. That's fair. You want somebody who's going to move with intentionality, which is why Hinge is so amazing Absolutely. because it's built to move with intentionality they got a little section um called getting personal right about your love language what you won't shut up about what you geek out on so i think in order for me to pull in the right type of person you know should i have used this app once upon a time in my (laughs) life (laughs) my love language is obviously food yes and i think lastly what i geek out on cult shows and i think just those things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is gonna weed out what i don't need and pull in what i do should i use hinge absolutely uh that 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 uh particular chapter in your life is closed but for those of us who are still exploring it seems that hinge is the place where that can happen so if you're looking for a meaningful relationship download hinge today Meet someone great and then delete Hinge when it feels just right. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. 
New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. Hello. Um, welcome to the kitchen table. We are going on a break, like we told you at the top of this episode, and we thought it would be very, very fitting to actually have a conversation around rest. I know we've had many conversations around self-care. We've had a couple conversations around rest, but I thought we thought it, it important to rewind and uh, fluff up these conversations a bit more because rest is so imperative to uh, our functioning as human beings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yes. let's think about rest, sister. What are your thoughts on rest? So I think it's interesting, right? Because I feel like rest is something that we take for granted. We assume that we know how to do it. Um. And it's just one of those things that we assume that everybody does. Mm. But I think a deeper dive into mm-hmm. what rest is and the practice of rest reveal for me that many of us have never been taught how to rest. Rest has not been something that has been modeled for us in an appreciable way. Um, and we don't really have anything that will guide or inform rest um beyond sort of sleeping and so yeah it makes me think it makes me think like you know because even when i talk my therapist is like what are you doing to rest and it's like girl you know i try to get at least you know six hours of sleep every night she was like no 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 no. i'm not talking about your sleep i'm talking about your rest Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and we really had to work about work on making the distinction between sleep and rest uh and what sort of crystallized it for me and like the R-E-S and rest being like rest is an abbreviation for restorative. What is something yes. that restores you, replenishes you. Yes. And makes you like pours back into you, even though. And I'm Dr. Reading, Micah told us the other week. Yeah. Rest is not sleep necessarily. It's, and sleep is not rest. Right. Necessarily. So I've also been thumbing through. Rest is Resistance by the mm. founder, the Nat Bishop, the founder of the Nat Ministry, uh, Trisha Hersey. Oh, yes. And this is this book is pushing me. I have to be honest with you. And I think that's what she intends because what it does, it, it, it does it. It puts forth a framework that helps us to understand, number one, how rest has been misused or misnamed mm-hmm. in like our mm-hmm. capitalist society. Mm. Um, lazy yeah and and just like this whole notion like capitalism teaches us that rest is only so that we can continue to work but no yep rest is a part of our humanity it is our birthright as humans we deserve rest god rested and so <laughs> we are to rest as well uh, why do we not get to rest? Why I'm do like, we not I'm, get to rest? I'll be perfect. I can't rest. <laughs> I'm um, in a perfect breakdown. But yeah, that's what that's what it that's sort of my top of mind thoughts about about it. What what for you comes to mind when we when we have this conversation about rest and why it's so hard for us to do it? 
I don't know if I've said this before, and I feel like I I can't remember if I told you this. So um, I remember going to L.A. for uh, me. XD and I were filming the variety show, and Fran and Crystal hopped in and came along as well. And um, we were sitting by the pool, and I think everybody kind of went to go do their own thing. Crystal went somewhere to do something. Fran went somewhere to do something. And I was just sitting... And I'm shifting and fidgeting and, you know, and I I stopped and I said, I said out loud to myself, you don't know how to relax. Like, you don't know how <laughs> to actually just be and relax. And I think the first time that I said that out loud to myself was like, all right, we got to do a little bit better with this. That hasn't really necessarily made it better. I also have recognized... Um, in the past few years that a lot of uh, my, I guess, hesitation or like when you were talking about how we were not taught to rest Mm -hmm. comes from like an inherent shame around resting. When I lay down and resting is not always laying down, but when I lay down and I say, Hey, I'm going to take a nap or I'm going to, I'm just going to lay down and kind of watch something. Um, a lot of times my, my initial thoughts are like, yeah. there's something else you could be doing right I now. Like, there's something, something you're supposed else. to be That's doing. I should be yes. doing this. I should be doing that. And I have had to actively have conversations with myself to, to be like, no, you deserve to rest. And I use Tristan as an amazing example, not of like shade, <laughs> but because he's not a part of my problem. Like my problem, my, my shame comes from me it is not something that's external in my household because i can't deal with that because then i would rest in rebellion and that's probably not always i would rest (laughs) out of being petty but um i noticed i was like i paid it started paying attention when he gets tired he will take a nap when he is when he wants to unwind for the day he's not a gamer and he's not one of those that plays video games a lot thank Mm -hmm. god but uh, if he wants to unwind and play a little 2K mm-hmm. on the PlayStation or watch a couple, you know, real estate videos or cannabis videos or whatever, he don't have, there's no qualms about it. He'll sit down and he'll do that thing. And then when he's ready to get up and be productive, let me not even say productive. See, that's a problem yeah. right there. Yeah. Even the language, you see? Ah, yeah. I caught myself. Um, but when he's ready to get up and do another activity... Uh, that might include work or something like that, he gets up and he does it. But when he's ready to sit down and take a few minutes to himself, he does that. And there's like, there's no shame around. And I never, and I said to myself, I never look at him and say, you are lazy. Why the fuck are you laying down? There's something else you could be doing. Like there's so many things to be done around here and here your ass is laying on this couch. I never look at him and say that. So why? Why do I do that to myself? Patriarchy. <laughs> that's mm. why you do it to yourself. Because I was going to say, I don't think that mm. that's accidental or just, you know, happenstance. I feel like Mm-mm. little girls are taught to. That's what I'm saying. We don't have models for mm. that. Because mm. when we think about our household, our mothers and grandmothers, we didn't see them lounging. That was not something. No, not really. My grandma would say this. And it, I don't think she said it. I don't think she intended it to be, mm-hmm. but it sounded like a flex. 
like she mm-hmm. was flexing on other people who she didn't think were doing this. But mm-hmm. she would say things like, I've never seen the color purple in full. I never I never sat down long enough to watch a whole movie. I got stuff to do. Oh, there are yeah. things to be done. I never saw mm-hmm. that movie from start to finish because who I don't have time. My life is not set up where I can just sit around and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that is the house that I grew up in. And mm-hmm. being the only girl... Um, cause you know, I was with my brother and all my cousins that lived with us are, uh, uh, grew out, grew up around were boys. Mm-hmm. My cousin Ebony, you know, she grew up in Tennessee. I grew up in New York, so we didn't grow up around each other, but there mm-hmm. were some real distinctions in expectations of around like housework and how quote unquote idle time was to be used or spent. Now, grandma mm-hmm. would. Grandma would, uh, you know, homework was always a priority. But when the homework was done, there were expectations for me to sort of contribute to the housework. And, um, you know, the maintenance, those activities were sort of, that those expectations were on me as as a girl. And mm-hmm. I don't know that they were on my brother or the or the boys in the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, I felt like that. we were trained to take care of them. I, I mm-hmm. felt very much mm-hmm. like my responsibility was to take care of the men in my house. And so, mm-hmm. you know, because they had to work. So when D-Dot came in, you know, we were to have food and things were to be ready for him so that he can mm-hmm. rest and go back to work. So it was not like, mm-hmm. you know, the people who were working get to rest. But... Mm-hmm. But the men were working and they got to rest. But we we were not uh, we were not allowed to lay, lay around or take naps. If you were sick, maybe. But mm-hmm. we would get in trouble for napping and laying around because I think it's something in here yeah, you should be doing. Yeah, <laughs> and I have to say, and what you're saying is very common, right? Like I I would experience that in one set of grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. The other ones were a little bit more lenient and like and allowed joy. <laughs> um, you and I have to say, even right, yeah, childhood. my grandma would be like, yeah, go play in all my fashion fair and t- yeah, you know no. my my tissue box of of knee highs, like you know, <laughs> go crazy, like so we would have a blast doing that. Mm-hmm. But and even with my parents, I'm trying to think about my parents because I I wanted to see like where does this come from. My parents were not, they weren't, they weren't like, they weren't that dogmatic about like, you need to be, but I I think maybe even in the way some of our systems are like in the summertime, go outside and play and do something. But then that might be a little bit of something else. Like, don't just sit in front of the TV the whole day. But it, I like, I never really got a lot of shit from them if I wanted to take a nap I think maybe some of it comes from example, right? So mm-hmm. like when I think about my mom, my mom, my parents have always been hard workers and they've always done a variety of things where I get it from. <laughs> well, my right. mother has, not my father. My father probably had this pretty much the same thing his whole life. Um, but my mother, when I think about my mother, my mother was a hard, is a hard worker. She still is a hard worker. 
And I don't think I ever really saw her rest, even when she would watch her shows. If she was watching Melrose plays or, or Mel, Melrose plays or something like that, she was folding clothes. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was Same. doing something while she was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was work. And then like if she was laying down, taking a nap at on an off peak hour kind of situation, it's usually because she had a migraine mm-hmm. or, you know, she wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. But like I don't have examples of her just kind of like chilling, like. Yeah. I'm going to sit down here and watch my show unless it was, you know, I'm not talking about circumstances where it's like the holidays. Everybody's off. We're all binging, you know, NCIS or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm not talking about those instances, but like on a normal day to day basis, there was always something happening. And so I didn't really see her rest like that. And so I think that just kind of ingrained in me and then also just taking care of myself for a long time and yeah. all those like well i always got <laughs> there's yeah. a, a hundred things to do that's i gotta I make say, my money i, mean, I gotta I clean my it, house it's not going to be done like i think that's also a big a big portion of it but i do think that a lot of this like you said is programming um mm-hmm. that comes from the way that we were raised but also the way that we are socializing we're not just socializing our home homes but like you know school and work and you know social interactions relationships um professional and personal that those are the things that sort of teach us how to be in a way Mm -hmm. yep and we don't get the same sort of messaging or programming around how to take care of ourselves and why how rest is a, a central element of that of that work and so i think societally and I think our generation is sort of acknowledging mm-hmm. that and doing some oh, of the, the groundwork. Much. Yeah. Doing some of the groundwork for uh, giving folks permission and yes. practical tools for reprogramming ourselves. It's so interesting because as I've been telling you about these these realizations I've had over the past few years, it's like you don't know how to rest. Okay, so now let's be intentional about how we do this. Um, I've also held a job since I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's not an exaggeration. I'm not trying to like, I no. used to walk 600 miles in the snow to go to school, <laughs> you all. I dead ass have been working since I was yeah. 11 years old. I've always had a job and it's always like, okay, I want these things. You know, I'm going to have to get it this way. Okay, I'm going to quit high school because, you know, this is a bunch of fluff and I don't foresee this doing anything. I'm not going to go into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, I'm going to continue working. I'm going to go to school. And like, it's it was all of that. And uh, Trisha Hersey had a has a a quote where she says, you are not just born to center your entire existence on work and labor. You are born to heal, to grow, to be of service to yourself and community, to practice, to experiment, to create, to have space, to dream and to connect and tied in with our um break coming up like i'm feeling better these days before it used to be it's not a attention whore thing it was just more like okay well you know we've 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 garnered this this base of supporters and we have to make sure that we deliver this product and i think i'm i've shifted more into a place of i am very grateful for the support that we have and I know that they will continue to be here when I take a few minutes to go back and get myself together. Yeah. Because I'm I'm I don't want to burn out in what I'm doing. Yeah. And so now Key and I will have 
conversations where it's like, you down for a break? Absolutely. Like, because yeah, because I think we have for so long, and I think reading this book, Trisha Hersey uh, sort of really does unpack a lot of it, but mm-hmm. reading reading this book has been um, a game changer for me because if you really think about it, it's really no wonder um, we are hard workers because mm-hmm. for generations, <clears throat> our existence was labor. We were labor. Mm-hmm. That was who mm-hmm. we were. That was not only, that was how we were identified. We were known to be the people who did the work. And um, a lot of that sort of, so it's no accident that a lot of us are still struggling to identify ourselves beyond what we do. Look at the identifiers (laughs) such as bucks, you know, those are like big back, strong black men. Right. (laughs) Racist name. But look at the terms like buck or even stallion, Mm -hmm. which is associated with horses, which are associated with work. Yes, they're beautiful. They can be show ponies and all these different things. But all of these things are all still connected to language and meaning for a reason. And about reframing that is really sort Mm -hmm. of a, a, a... resisting that's what the rest is resisting it's like resisting the rhetoric that says that you are only worthy if you are producing something and that's why i was Mm -hmm. saying this book is challenging me because Mm -hmm. um it is forcing me to think of um my worth and utility uh Mm -hmm. beyond you know what i what i do um Mm -hmm. and that is easy to say like you know and i i feel like the concepts and the in the language in this book i'm mean, when i say it's stretching me i'm not saying that it's hard to read it's actually very easy mm-hmm. to read it's very mm-hmm. relatable um and 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 resonant with me as a black woman and i know these things in my conscious mind but breaking mm-hmm. the habits yes that i don't even realize that i have Yes. Um, and reframing the language, uh, challenging some of that conventional language. She she talks in the book about this idea. Even we've even reframed rest in service of work. So the concept of like you have to fill up your own cup before you can pour into somebody else. And it's like, well, that mm-hmm. suggests that my cup is only for pouring. Um, mm. and so why does it have to be a cup like I get to fill myself why can't I be a vase yeah, well no it's like <laughs> why does it have to be a like you know I'm a vessel yes but it's not just mm. for others uh, mm-hmm. I can be you know it, it is more than just uh, we, we don't rest so that we can just continue to do we rest mm-hmm. because we require it and it is our human birthright to have, right. um, to be able to pause and appreciate life and who we are and what we want. And to not, because we work so much that we get so consumed with work that we don't realize that life is happening around us. And oh, so man. it's not, she was like, no more cups. Like she was like, let's break mm-hmm. the cups into tiny pieces. I love and, that actually. And it's not about, it's not about filling and pouring. It's about being. 
Mm. It's about mm-hmm. existing. It's about appreciating mm-hmm. existence and, mm-hmm. um, you know, pausing and slowing down to take in all that is around you and not just feeling like you have to continue to put out. Mm. Um, and so, yes, that you hear that and it's like, absolutely. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, girl, I got, you know, before you even can stop yourself, you back to thinking about what it is that you have to do. Um, so that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Cultivating these practices of reframing, resisting, and resting um, have been a challenge for me. But uh, mm-hmm. like you said, challenging the what motivates or what was motivating my fear of rest before. We can't we can't yes. afford to stop. And but if but we can. And nothing and is going I'll, to change if we do. Exactly. And outside of the physical benefits of mm-hmm. resting, which include strengthening your heart functions, regulating your blood sugar, reducing stress levels, decreasing inflammation, improving balance, improving memory, boosting executive functioning and performance, repairing tissue, nerves and cells. And you're brainstorming new information and eliminating toxic waste. Like there's so much that you're that you benefit from in rest physically. But another thing that I've been that's helped me because um, I'm still I'm challenging myself as well. Right, I'm right there with you. Like this is building new muscle, which sometimes can be a little painful. Not which sometimes, sounds weird every when you're, time <laughs> when you're talking Always about painful. rest, though. No, no, no. But it is. What's helped me in 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 being um, intentional about my reframing and intentional about what my rest looks like is Noah, because when I sat there and I thought about how I didn't really have the example of rest, even though there was no uh, mm. there was no I wasn't being put down for anything. I didn't have the example of rest, and that is equally just as detrimental, right? Because I'm sitting here now and I don't know how to fucking relax. But with Noah, I need to make sure that I'm intentional about that because she's watching me. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want her to carry that same feeling inherently, not even from me telling her anything, just from her watching me. I don't want her to to get that example. And so even now, when she'll come home, you know, our big thing is always, you know, you take the shoes off, you wash the hands, um, and then you take a shower. Mm-hmm. But sometimes she'll come in and she'll say, can I, I just want to eat and sit down and relax a little bit. I want to watch something. <laughs> I want to relax. She's very, I want to relax a little bit. And I'm always, I always honor that. Mm-hmm. Right. Unless there is like the timing is off. Like we can't do that right now. You have to go to dance. I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> um, but like, I, I try to honor that when she asks, because you are asking me for what you need. Yeah. Like you are telling me, Hey ma, I need a little rest right now. Like I've had a busy day. Camp was, you know, just exhausting. I would like to take a few minutes before I take care of my responsibilities and like have my me time. And I, and I, I'm really, really, um, intentional about making sure that I honor that for her because I, I want to make sure that she continues to honor that for herself. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and I love that example, uh, because one of the things that challenges me, well, one of the things that helps me to remember Mm -hmm. is I feel like Trisha does a really good job of sort of contextualizing, Mm -hmm. um, uh, this and giving us some real examples of sort of Mm -hmm. what these practices, 
um, have meant historically and mm-hmm. um, our responsibility to change the pattern. So one of the mm. things that she says is that marginalized women, specifically black and Latina women, yes. make up the largest group of laborers in a capitalist system. Absolutely. Our labor historically, Absolutely. and what this helps me though, our labor has historically been used to make the lives of white women less hectic mm. and more mm. relaxed. And when I think about this professionally, keep, yes, please keep going because I have a thought. I am in this place in my life where, you know, especially because, you know, I work in diversity. I do diversity work, diversity, equity, inclusion work. Um, and a lot. And, you know, one of my sheroes, uh, scholar sheroes, Lori Patton Davis, has done a lot of work uh, around, um, you know, the tropes uh, of African-American womanhood and the expectations, mm-hmm. the implications of these tropes and what, what that has meant. The tropes that we see in the media has has shaped the ways that people in our real everyday lives view mm-hmm us and categorize mm-hmm. us and so uh from you know the mammy like the help trope yeah coming in to fix things coming in mm-hmm. to soothe coming into to um hell imitation of life help yeah like so all of but all of these movies like people grow mm-hmm. up watching these movies and then they go to work and when things go wrong you know they look to black women oftentimes are are mm-hmm. who are charged to come in and clean mm-hmm. up yep clean up yep to have to face yep. and pay for uh you know be responsible for decisions that we didn't make uh uh st- you know we have to execute strategies um and mm-hmm. design strategies to execute ideas that mm-hmm. were not ours or th- you know um and make things work and I think because we do it and do it well, people think that we like it or it's easy or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have a knack for it and not acknowledge the level of labor that is required mm-hmm. in maintaining um, the convenience of, of other yep. other people. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's helped me to sort of be attentive to the way that that happens in practice. And to mm-hmm. call it out, um, how it's not fair. Thinking about how labor is distributed on teams. Uh-huh. Look at the te- looking at the makeup of the teams on on my job or in the projects that I work on, and seeing women of color take on the lion's share of responsibility to never get the lion's share of credit. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. Thinking about these things and keeping these things in mind have been helpful to me in sort of resisting because it's, I am not here to make oh white women's life more comfortable. And I, I, that if literally not at all, not ever, that is in not no way what I want to do. No, no matter way. of fact, I work to make sure to make <laughs> them uncomfortable. <laughs> But I think that this is this is this is so we we think about how your work often prioritizes the comfort of others. No, absolutely. <laughs> Especially my work. But most people's work. It's interesting as you were talking about that. 
I was thinking about a um a post I saw on the internet the other day where uh it was it was a white boy imitating different uh breakfast orders throughout the city based off of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Obviously, you know, all of the tropes were based off of white people. <laughs> None of them were black people. But it was, you know, what's happening in, you know, in, around Penn Station, what's happening around Tribeca, East Village versus West Village, Williamsburg, Upper East Side, so forth and so on. And it was all these people with their different. And one of the, and it was funny for some of them. One of them was like, um, you know, I have to get to my Soul Cycle class. If you could just quickly <laughs> give me my celery juice, ah, and ah. It, it, it it was funny. Somebody in the comments was like, "Yeah, this is funny, but it's also based off of all transplants, <laughs> and it is like not real New Yorkers, and you're not." representing the actual people who are working in these coffee shops and in these bodegas and at the soul cycle and cleaning up the sweat or whatever the case is. And all of the workers who represent the real people who are making things function and run mm-hmm. the, this is, you know, this is about the people who get to benefit from, from the backs of those people. Right. And so I agree. We 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 don't even realize how oftentimes the system has been set up for us to make white people, especially white women's lives, more comfortable. Oh my God. My and now God. That, now that you know better, you got to do better. <laughs> so we, you know, we've had mm. examples in front of us and we've had... Um, you know, there's ways that we are trying to break up a lot of that uh, and not carry that on into our future generations and for ourselves, for our livelihood, for our for our quality of life. We need to be more intentional about the way that we prioritize our own rest. And like you said, that as a as a short for restoration, because we deserve that. We deserve just, it. Just for being. We deserve that. So what? Given this wonderful conversation and yeah. um, I love that we are holding space for each other and supporting each other in sort of challenging these conventional practices and norms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that this is something that causes all of us as a community to pause and think about the ways that these things show up. Um, mm-hmm. What are you willing to do to reframe rest in your life right now? What am I willing to do? Huh? What are something you, well, what I'll say, what, what, what is one thing that you will commit to doing as it relates okay. to reframing rest in your life? I will commit to continuing to have conversations mm-hmm. when I wreck with myself, when I recognize unhealthy thoughts around resting or restoring myself. Um, Yes, I will commit to that Uh, and also really intentionally commit to it to continue to try to set an example for Noah as she goes forward Mm -hmm. to prioritize her rest and her restoration and teaching her that her work and her labor and all of those things are not what build her, what make her worth or what make her worthy. Yeah. Um, And that if she wants to put on a pair of sweatpants and lay on the couch 
or she wants to go sit in the middle of a park and read a book on a Tuesday, she can do that because that's what she needs. Yes. And I have to make sure that I'm honoring what I need to set that example for her. Dope. Yeah. What about for you? I am going to continue on my journey of being a recovering overachiever. (laughs) I'm I'm a recovering undercover (laughs) overachiever. (laughs) I am going to uh, continue to reparent myself Mm -hmm. in the ways that you are parenting Noah. Um, I love that. I love (laughs) that. And make it okay. Because, you know, just this past weekend... Uh, after I finished my meetings on Friday, I sat on my couch and didn't do anything mm-hmm. Friday or Saturday. You know, I continued mm-hmm. to walk past my hamper mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. unpacked suitcases. Uh, and I went to the gym and I slept in and I mm-hmm. watched my shows and I ate ridiculously expensive salads. Uh, and, you know, you know, I do that when I need my weekends. I'm getting better at giving myself that space and time, but I still mm-hmm. go through the cycle of shame on Sunday mm. Sunday night into Monday morning where I'm sitting mm-hmm. here thinking about, oh, I could have I could have done this and I could have done that. I should have done my grocery shopping. I should have I should have done my laundry. I should have cleaned yep. my car. I should have cleaned my house. I should have I should have I should have I should have I should have. Mm-hmm. And I spend my Monday Dragging myself for not working during the weekend. And then, you know, Mm. so I am going to commit to allowing myself that time to, like you said, if I need to sit down and do nothing, that doesn't make me less of an adult. It doesn't make me Mm -hmm. less of a grown woman. It doesn't make me less of a professional, a scholar, Mm -hmm. academic, a person um, and every every aspect of my life, every season of my life does not have to be tied to a product, something that I productivity produce or productivity. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm even so, yeah, that's one of the things that I will continue to. I'm trying to uh, take myself out of the spin cycle of shame that happens on Sunday night. No more yes. Sunday night shaming for me. No, Um because white women get to luxuriate. And gosh darn it, if I want to go to the spa, if I want to eat a $50 salad and have some frosé, that's my business. Even when we lived in a, we live in a fully misogynistic patriarchal world. Period. But even when, when, you know, when it was like, of course I stay at home and take care of the children. And guess what they were still doing? Going out in the middle of the day to have mm-hmm. cocktails and gin and smoke and cigarettes stuff, and, and smoke cigarettes and, you and know, still had all- nannies and shit to Listen. keep the kids, even though they didn't have no job. You know what I'm saying? And Embrace. guess what? Good for you. Now yes. we get to do, we're going to do it too. Embrace ease. And I, I recognize that it is uncomfortable for us as, yes. as black women, little girls, all our lives, we've been trained that we were not to have idle time and, be be found mm-hmm. doing nothing mm-hmm. but you know we have to work to reframe that and resist that and to embrace ease the discomfort that ease easy ease can feel uncomfortable at first uh, yes lean into that and eventually you mm-hmm. will feel more comfortable taking better care of yourself because as dr micah said and as um you know 
pointing back to the to the things that you listed, they're not only benefits of rest, but these are rest is a part of the of our functionality of our bodies. Our bodies yes. as machines require rest and recalibration. Otherwise, they do they not do. function properly anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so it becomes our responsibility to give to to care for mm-hmm. our bodies. They are mm-hmm. they are our houses. These are our homes. Mm-hmm. And I have to take mm-hmm. care. I, you know, I, the house that I'm sitting in, I take care <laughs> of it because I love it and it is mine. And I have to do the same mm-hmm. with my body. Um, and so, yes. you know, like. Because that's a home that goes with you wherever you Honey, go. Honey, let me tell you. And I think you have to listen to what your body t- is telling you about itself. Mm-hmm. Um, pay attention to your body. Um, be a- in tune to it. Know when it's not, you know, when you don't feel right. Or when something is not working right. Or notice your patterns. Mm-hmm. Study yourself. Be, mm-hmm. be all about yourself. Be as invested in yourself. It doesn't make you self-ish. Um, no. we don't have to be selfish, selfless Mm-mm. in order Mm-mm. to be in healthy relationship or partnership with anybody else. Actually, it's the opposite. Our charge is to be whole and complete and, and healthy in our full self so that we can be our best selves in relationships with the people that we are, are you know, connected to um, personally and professionally. Absolutely. I low key want to want to uh, reframe the term self-centered. Mm. You know, selfish is what it is, but self-centered. Why does it have a negative connotation? It should not, because if you don't, why can't you, you be centered on yourself? I think I absolutely should. I remember I got uh, one of my friends, one of my IG friends was laughing because she posted this like snarky <laughs> meme, like ha ha ha, lol at the people who's. Uh, wallpaper on their phone is a picture of themselves and I was like well who else is it going to be <laughs> <laughs> right she was I, like I, I mean, your kids I don't have any kids I mean I'm like why can't it be me but even if I did have kids why can't it be me like why can't I look at a picture of myself like the picture on my wallpaper right now is my birthday dinner and I was Full of joy in that moment. That's a moment that brings you joy. It was I don't a think moment that was like, oh, I was joyful. I felt beautiful in this picture. I felt powerful. I felt now, loved. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to be really honest Why with you. Why wouldn't I want I don't to look know. at myself? Maybe I am problematic for this, but Uh-oh. I'm going to be honest. People who have giant portraits of themselves in them house, that's a little... <laughs> <laughs> well, portraits like painted portraits like huge eight yeah by. or even like or even big printed matted framed you know things of them it's kind of strange to me i'm not gonna hold you but then also but also if a nigga has a giant picture of their family up on the wall it's not weird you know it's not weird so that's where i'm like okay i have some reframing i got some work to continue doing yeah, because clearly. what if i am my family Exactly. And that's why I have to that's why I have to adjust how I think about it as opposed to I just want to be honest with you. I don't think the phones is so weird. It's just like the big ass one in the house. But it's work that I need to that I need to do. Fair. Because that's you're right. Totally fair. I People love your are their own families. Absolutely. 
I, tr- I love that transparency, but that's a place where we will work. We will work on that. But I don't know. Yes. I think I'm excited and I'm excited. I want you guys to share with Jade and I the ways in which yeah. you're going to reframe uh, rest in your life. You're going to reclaim your rest. Tell us how you're going to reclaim your rest. How you're going to resist, um, you know, this idea, this notion, this uh social societal pressure mm-hmm. um that we mm-hmm. are all to work ourselves to the bone um tell us what you're going to do to incorporate rest into your daily practice even tell yes. us when it's uncomfortable and when it's hard so that we can help each other yeah. get through it we want to hear from you guys um and shout out to trisha hersey the bishop the nat bishop Ooh, out the here dawn changing lives Uh, And I just love that in such an unapologetic way. She was like, I don't care if it's unconventional. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if this challenges everything that you've ever known. Listen. Uh, I don't care if this interrupts your world view and all your world practices. It's supposed to. And she's teaching us as black women to reconnect to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we do that mm-hmm. by taking care of ourselves. And rest is a huge part of that. Sorry, sis. No, no, no. That, I interrupted you. Also, if we another transparent moment. We actually requested Trisha come on the show Did, a little and while Trisha back. Trisha told us, hey, girl. And we got a response back. Hey, I am on a siesta. I'm sabbatical. Uh, or I'm on holiday. I'm on sabbatical. And I'm not um, doing any you know, any of these things right now. And me and Kia were both like, we fucking love that. Yes. I was not mad. <laughs> one I was, bit. I loved I said, that response. My, and she said in the email, she was like, I may get back to you. I may not. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. hold your breath. <laughs> and so, you know, and you know, what's so interesting. That was such a beautiful example. It that was. Now, and I'm not one to um, mince my words about when I want to do something. But also, I have overextended. And I've worked for so long that sometimes that overextension will definitely happen. And I have now found myself, since reading that email, telling people, I am not available during those hours. I am at capacity. I will not be. Um, I will get back to you in a week. Yeah. Or I will get back to you at this time. I feel so much better. Or I will get because back when, to you I when I received that response, when we received that from her, I felt no ways about that. It was, I was actually, actually very much proud like of her. respect. I was proud of her because it wasn't disrespectful. It wasn't. No, she was like, I'm sure you're doing wonderful things. And I'm sure I would love to partner with you. But I'm just not in a space right now where I have the time to do that because I'm focused on other things. And when I'm at the place when I'm receiving invitations... Again, I will let you know. And how could I be yeah. mad at that? How could Can't. I be mad at somebody who's saying, I am making, these are my boundaries. I'm working mm-hmm. um, and doing something in service of myself and my purpose and what I feel like I was put yep. here to do. And I'm like, respect, sis. Thank you for showing me. Thank you for giving us possibility models. Thank you for helping us to understand. Um, and thank mm-hmm. you for pushing me. Um, yes. Thank you for helping me to sort of see the ways in which I'm a part of the problem. And what yes, my responsibilities so. are to change it. Thank you. And how to help myself in this yes. motherfucker. How to deprogram. So I um I love that we had this conversation. I love it that that we had it right on the head of a of a break. 
Um, Great. And I hope that it resonates with somebody. Maybe I hope that the timing was right. Somebody who needed to hear it, it heard it at this moment. And we will miss you all. But we are very happy to take a few few weeks where we do not have to think about coming to the kitchen table. And the kitchen table will be here when we return. We love y'all. We do. We love you all for real. I'm going to turn on the alarm. And um, I'll watch you all from the ring cam. All right. Let's move on to our self-care. Let's do it. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip-hop. 50 years of culture that birthed the most prolific storytellers of our time. Respect the moment. Respect the movement. Celebrate storytellers. Hear brand new hip-hop memoirs, podcasts, and exclusive musical performances on Audible free all summer long. Like new volumes from Audible's groundbreaking words and music series, including Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites, Yasin Bey's A Dynamic Career in Communications, DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills featuring the mixtape legend in conversation with hip-hop greats like 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy T.I., and Pharrell. Binge-worthy Audible original series like The Greatest Day that takes listeners inside the making of hip-hop's greatest photograph. Double XL Magazine's iconic 1998 cover that saw over 100 of the day's greatest hip-hop artists assemble for one legendary image. Chuck D's Can You Dig It? About how a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture. Or The Mother Load, featuring hip-hop heavies like MC Light and Angie Martinez, retracing the history and future of hip-hop through the lens of its most influential female contributors. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and more essential stories only on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash forever. That's audible.com slash forever. One thing that happens to be my speciality, okay, is worrying. I have, it is something that I have excelled at for the larger duration of my life, but now I'm working towards unlearning those uh, unhealthy and unhelpful practices and learning a different way um, of approaching things. But sort of my age old uh, tendency is to focus on the problem um, and get sort of caught down in the weeds of figuring the problem out that I really don't even have the time or the capacity or bandwidth to think about solutions. Um, and, you know, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode, especially when you're facing a challenge in your life. But when you learn how to find your own solution, there really is no better better feeling and a therapist can help you become a problem solver making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small and I've said it before and I will continue to say that one of the game changer aspects of therapy for me have been you know it really is just someone to help you uh, change your perspective get out of your own way to stop seeing a situation in the limited view or vantage point that you currently have and you know it's someone to help you sort of process your thoughts and and give you sort of tools for zooming out and thinking about things differently those perspectives have been those perspective changing activities have really been a game changer for me they've made all of the difference it's helped me to sort of have my feelings to honor and acknowledge them but to not let them take over my life or my capacity to move through the challenge um you know even when it seems like it is something that you know 
is coming down. It's all encompassing. It's all enclosing in. Um, therapy has has really been a game changer. Um, and if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash grown today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grown. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. I deserve a it is time for the self-care. Mm-hmm. Hear me out, y'all. Because somebody's about to roll their eyes. All my friends laugh at me. They talk shit. I have been living in squalor. Mm-hmm. Not quite. <laughs> uh, my homeboy Antonio always tells me that my idea of a messy house is somebody else's spick and span. But I would I, I do not agree. Mm. Um in all in all seriousness, I have found myself in a rut recently, like a very like like a mental and emotional congestion. Um that I didn't quite realize, like I knew I was in a fog, but I didn't realize how much it was affecting me. So I've always been a person who cleaned their room. Like I've never, I've never been the girl who got in trouble for not cleaning my room or anything like that because I enjoyed cleaning my room. I, I would actually get fussed at more for being like, Jade, it's two o'clock in the morning. Why are you organizing drawers? And I was like, because it's relaxing to me and I have a night owl. <laughs> um, so I've, for the, for the last like couple months, I've had a hard time completely cleaning my room and like, which includes my work area and I just found myself in this congestion and I could not get every time I would get up and I would get active and like, okay, I'm going to get this stuff organized. And part of it is because we have outgrown our space and it's like trying to make space for stuff, but while not getting rid of everything that you own just off the sake of space. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, yesterday you know, so this weekend, Tristan goes to Miami with his homeboys. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take this opportunity to really get myself into a groove. Like, I've, I realized I haven't had a couple of days. Usually, remember, they're at school. But, like, I haven't had that time um, to just really, like, get my shit done. And I've also just, I've not been feeling it. So I was like, I'm going to take this weekend and I'm going to 
like deep clean my house and deep organize my house and like really get my shit together so that I feel good so that I can get up in the morning and like feel good about my day and not think about all be bogged down by all the things that I have to do. So that's what I'm going to do. And I also made a commitment to myself. I said, you're going to get up. You're going to get some of this stuff done, but you're going to have a hard stop at seven o'clock. And you're going to take a shower and you're going to order yourself some food and you're going to sit down on your couch and you're going to chill out. And I did that for myself for two nights. Yesterday, um, Mary, I was talking to Mary on the phone and I was like, I'm really having a hard time. It was the last day that he was gone. He wasn't coming back till late at night. So I was like, I'm really having a hard time. Like I was like, I've gotten so much done on my list, but not everything that I wanted to get done on my list. But somehow, for one whatever reason, my room is like a block for me right now. And I saw this post by um, Chantrell, the one who did uh, In Our Mother's Garden mm-hmm. documentary. Mm-hmm. Well, is also such a core, uh, such a core teacher. Uh, a foundation of African traditional religions, um, just a beautiful spirit. And so Chantrell had a post up on her page that had like a skeleton dance in a project pad. And it was like that one muerto that lives in your house, uh, that one little spirit that lives in your house because you need to clean your house. And then in the caption, she was like, sis, things can live in the piles of unopened mail and in the piles of laundry that need to be done and all of these things. And I'm not talking at you because I got shit that I need to take care of myself this is just a message for somebody who needs to hear it right now and did i need to hear it and i was just grateful Uh, i'm jumping all over the place because mary also when i talked to mary mary was like do you need some help and i said my first reaction was to say no and i stopped and i said i do i need some help because i i I can't break up this congestion. And she was my mucinex yesterday. (laughs) Like she came, even just having another, uh, just a person of your village sitting there, kind of keeping you company and keeping you in line while you're doing stuff. Like I would stop and she'd be like, okay, tell me what I can do next. What can I do? Okay, I'm going to start over here. Why don't you take care of this? Let's take this and and it just helped to have not only more perspective, but just somebody to pull me out of the crud. And I didn't realize how thick that it actually was and and how much that was affecting my spirit. Mm. And so once she left, I felt in a very, I felt like I was in a super manageable place. And it was like, okay, now I can really breathe and move forward with the list that I've been creating for myself. And I even did that thing where you leave the room and you come back and you look again and you're like, ah, yes. <laughs> and I called her this morning and I was like, I have to say thank you to you. I'm so grateful for my village because I was like, I woke up and I felt good and I felt rested. Yeah. I was like, and I felt clear and clearly there was some shit in here that I needed to, I needed to bust up out of here and that that was sitting on my spirit. And so that's my self care. Like I accepted the help from somebody who I love and trust, you know, even when my first reaction was to say no. And then I also, that congestion was really, that was really fucking with me for like a little while. And I'm feeling so much more clear and so much better now. It's like, on the other side of the cold where you can start breathing out of both nostrils. Mm. That's my self care. What you got? I love that you are 
Not only just doing different things to take care of yourself, but you're reflective about it. And you are acknowledging <clears throat> the areas where you're growing, where you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable and say what you need. Thank you, sis. And act on it. I love that. You're an example for all of us. I'm grateful to have the spaces to do it. My self-care... I could be on a... Mm, go ahead. Oh, no. Well, you say you could be on a what? Oh, no, no, no. Please continue. That was going to go very left, and oh, we're God. in a good place. <laughs> um, Please continue. I am... Uh, accepting, so, you know, I'm in a place where I'm giving myself permission to make my own decisions and mm -hmm. working out the practice of doing what I want. And that is not easy when you've been, when you've grown up in a family, well, I'll say it like this, because I don't want to make it on, make it on them. Growing up, I often felt like, you know, you want your family to be proud of you. You want them to understand you. You want them to um, accept you. Um, mm -hmm. And so I have to acknowledge the, the ways that I um, sort of be behave uh, to sort of get that validation. Mm. And uh, I was having a conversation with myself and then, you know, I was talking to Tania about my hair because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I was, I, my hair's growing and we were thinking about like what I want to do with it next. And mm -hmm. um, she just asked me like, what, what do I want? Mm -hmm. And I just let myself say whatever came to my heart and my spirit. And I said out loud that I don't want hair. I do not want it. I knew you did it. I do not want it. I knew it. I recognize that I, when, so I cut my hair and I grew it out with, over the, the pandemic, it started growing because we was in the pandemic. And then it was like, I'll just grow and then I'll get some braids. And then, you know, I just kept getting braids because I do like mm -hmm. my braids. My braids are convenient. And I feel like I've learned how to do them and they integrate in my life well. And I feel good when I have them. But when I take them out, it's always like, what am I going to do with it next? Because I don't want to do my hair. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. get these protective styles because that helps me to manage it. But I've never been the mm -hmm. kind of girl who knew how to do her own hair. And... I've never felt more free than when I was bald headed. Also, when I did cut my hair super short and was very, you know, my family had some reactions to it. Mm -hmm. it. It caused such an upheaval mm -hmm. that I feel like I just got in the pattern of not wanting to cause that upheaval again, even mm -hmm. though it is directly at odds with what I want. And so I've decided that I don't want hair. And so I'm going to cut it off. I don't know exactly when, but I don't want it. <laughs> like, and I, I keep I, saying I it know. because I have to really, you know, it's freeing to really just sort of say it out loud and not feel bad about it. Um, and I don't want it right now. There may be a time, like I, I'll cut it and 
maybe a year from now I'll want braids again and so I'll grow it again mm-hmm. so I can get some braids but like as of today I do not mm-hmm. want it I don't want to do it so do you have an appointment to get it cut off? I have a plan uh, so there's some things you know because I have to think about travel I have to think about some things we have coming up and you know timing things right so that I can look the way that I want to look when I want to look that way um, okay so yes I don't have an appointment, but Tania's on board. The plan is in place. Okay. okay. It is oh, happening. time frame. Yes. Okay. Is this happening before Vegas? Possibly. Possibly, mm. yes. I would, I'm not trying to put any pressure on you because <laughs> I love that your self-care is that you have been freed by saying what you want. Yes. I just know as your sister for all of these years that you've not wanted any hair. And that you've been just trying to figure out what the fuck you're doing. And I'm so fucking happy <laughs> to hear you acknowledge what you want. Like, and I, you know, I love your bald ass head. <laughs> you got the perfect shape, size head for a bald head. And I love like my friends when they have bald heads and they look good with bald heads. I am the bitch that cheers on like, yeah, because I wish I could have a bald head. My freeing is locks. I'm like, yes, nigga, this is the best <laughs> time of my life. I just wanted to do this shit 12 years ago and I fucking shit. Yeah. But I knew you loved your bald head. I do. I knew you had a lot of pressures yes. from many areas, from, from family professionally, included. Professionally, family. Oh, it was all a, over the place. It was a even big friends. deal. But and I didn't think that I'm I so think it shocked me. You say it that. shocked me that it would be such a big deal, and that's what scared me to just feel like it is safer. People like me more when I have hair, so maybe I should have hair. But the truth is, I don't want it. I do not. You don't want, and and the truth is, not people like you more. They they may like your they feel, aesthetic they act more, more com- but also they act like they're, they're more comfortable with me when I that's have it. So crazy and you know what then you all are gonna have to get right or get left (laughs) that goes for everyone get right or get left because i want to shave my hair off i really do and i'm i'm just i love (laughs) i I love to hear you say that you just made me so happy (laughs) so i'm going to prepare my mother i'm going to tell her i'm going to tell my i'm going to tell dida and and i'm going to make sure that they know that this does not signify Anything other than I don't want, I don't want it. And prepare yourself before you prepare them to stand firm, 10 toes down in your, in your decision about your head. Correct. You know, because, you know, there's going to be all kinds of, and I don't want you to get in your feelings because you know what to expect when it's coming. And so prepare yourself before you prepare them. And they will. And guess what? Everybody's going to be just fine. They will. Nobody's going to combust because Kia shaved her head off and dyed it blonde or pink or whatever you're in the mood for at that moment. Correct. I love this for you. Oh, you just made my day. Your favorite bald head, bald head is coming back. You are my you are my favorite bald. When you <laughs> and funny enough, my other Kia, when you and <laughs> and other Kia t- both go back to your bald face, like y'all are my two favorite baldies, <laughs> hands down. I love it. Well, 
now that we've been all positive and gushy and lushy and and uh yeah. and transparent and all that shit let's go ahead and get chaotic head on over to these petty peeps let's get to the mess and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y honey, 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 honey. sister i thought about you this morning and I was like, oh. this is going to be my petty peeve because the hype must die, right? I'm excited. Uh, my petty peeve is with this myth of the 30-minute meal. <laughs> I mean, to quote our brother, Furanasia. The the lies, the falsehood, the fallacies. The 30-minute meal is a lie, okay? Because I just don't... I, I feel like we are not... We are just not dealing with reality. While it may take 30 minutes to prepare, like actually cook something, we're not mm-hmm. accounting for prep time. We're not accounting for cleanup time. We're not accounting for shopping time. I see, and you know, I support black women and I'm subscribed to lots of communities, especially when it comes to healthy eating, eating well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't have any regrets. Uh, I support, I subscribe. I give y'all my money and, you know, Mm -hmm. get these meal plans and all of these other things. And all the time, the recipe says 20 minutes. And it's just a lie. I want you to stop. <laughs> it is not the truth. It is a lie. It is a lie. As I was talking to my good friend, Jessica, we were talking about this this morning. And Jessica was Jessica has three children. She was like, mm-hmm. Kia, I have three children. And she was like, I'm home. I'm working. I just made my daughter breakfast. She said, I boil Medina some eggs for breakfast she mm. said it takes 20. oh that's noah's favorite she said it takes 20 minutes to boil an egg like in terms for the of water to come to a boil water to come to the boil you boil the egg you you know peel the, the egg water, running under the cold water the you know well, i guess that's about right hmm. it's about 20 minutes to boil the egg and so the mm. girls who is out here talk about you can make tostadas and uh, <laughs> Salisbury steak and uh, salmon stuffed shells in 20 minutes like girl just cut it cut it cut it out and the girl like cause there was one one um, I follow several accounts the girls love to post nutritionists black nutritionists who I think are absolutely brilliant and needed and necessary oh, yeah. and we, necessary we mm-hmm. need them we need this work uh, one of the girls that I follow and love posts these videos like this is what an 1800 calorie day looks like and she posts all the meals and I reposted it like who has th- these to prepare these meals and snacks five meals and snacks 1800 calories a day I want to know where this person works where they would have the time to prepare three meals and two snacks to clean up their kitchen and, you know, uh, still, you know, fulfill their obligations at their job to their families and get into bed at a decent hour. Because I feel like the level of work that I see or that I believe would, would be required or necessary, because 
even when I make a one pot meal, whether it be spaghetti mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. even if it takes me, you know, 15, 20 minutes to put it together, I then have to wash those pots, clean my stove, load the dishwasher, wipe down my cabinet, mm-hmm. wipe down my countertops, sweep the floor. There's so much that happens <laughs> in the cooking process, at least the way that I have been conditioned to do it, that I just don't believe when the girls, when you read the meal plan and it says 30 minutes or less, it's like, cut the crap, man. Just cut it. It is with HelloFresh. Meaning What? Meaning the cook time because you don't have to prep anything. It's pre-prepped ingredients. Built in ad. <laughs> but even so, so whatever you make it with, skillets, pots, pans. Have to be washed. Where's the time so to do So you want that? people to build in the cleaning and post time I just time feel as like well. when I say. Or take the timing off altogether. When you say 30 minute meal. When you say 30 minute meal, I'm thinking Fair. the kitchen is closed after I eat. <laughs> because when 30 minute meals, it's like, okay, I got 30 minutes, right? I have 30 minutes. This 30 minute mm-hmm. meal, I'm going to cook and eat in 30 minutes time. Mm-hmm. Then I got to put the rest of the food away. Then I got to put gotta the wash food the away. Dishes. I got to wash dishes. All of these things. And maybe I'm just, maybe it's me. That's why I said I was <laughs> wanted to think, talk to you about this because maybe I'm being unrealistic, but I just feel like this ain't no 30 minute meal. It's not- I mean, listen, I don't believe in 30 minute dinners. Like, I don't care. I agree with you. Not, not based off of the wash time, <laughs> but I'm like, I mean, I guess we could do this very quickly, but what the fuck are we eating? I could make a big salad in 30 minutes. Right. Cut up all the ingredients, make a piece of chicken, all of that stuff. And even then, that might be it's a skosh more than 30 minutes. You might be onto something here. I just feel like the concept, I feel like when we say it's a 30 minute meal, it's a misnomer. So we should just say this is a meal that you can prepare relatively quickly or in, less, know, yeah, in like, less time than it would take you to sort of prepare uh, whatever would be a normal dinner to you. This could be a quicker option, but it is not a 30 minute meal. You guys should switch it to less than an hour meal or something. <laughs> well, well, I just, I don't know. To me, when I just see the concept of like, oh, all of these meals it took me 20 minutes or less to prepare. And it's just like, okay, but I think what I the have meals that take me do. 20 minutes are like when I make myself a ham and cheese croissant in the morning and then a quick side salad to go with it. That could take me 20 minutes. Or if I fry an egg or something like that. But I'm like, is that right. a meal or is but that an egg? just eating an egg? Yeah. I'm not really a just an egg type of bitch. Well, I, I, I got to have something to accompany it. I just think that maybe the dissonance for me comes in because I grew up in a home where a meal was a meat and three sides. Right. And so how is that being made? <laughs> and so this concept of 30 minute meals is like you had a Sam, you had a piece of salmon, and some broccoli. That that is a 30 minute meal, which that is not a meal to me. Sorry, that might be. I don't I'm probably pissing somebody off but a piece of salmon and broccoli is going to leave me hungry and irritated and I don't want like a whole head a whole flower 
of broccoli. Like I don't want <laughs> I, I I don't want that. Like give me some other shit with this. This is what else is going with this? Do we have a side of rice, some couscous? Like, is there something happening? Do we have some blistered tomatoes, some sauteed onions? Like, what the fuck? I just need somebody to cook for me. I need to hire help because I just don't have it. And I feel like I need, that's another thing that I need to do. We could, we were talking about in our kitchen table today, like, Accept help in all forms. Don't feel bad about help yes. in all forms. Accept convenience in all forms. If the meal prep service mm-hmm. is going to make your life ease more easeful, then go ahead and, and do it. And you can girl. do it, then do it. If the I maybe you get those things that Crystal gets. She gets those meals. Yeah, that you I pop was in getting yeah, I get the factory meals and you know, I'm try- also vetting some other sort of meal prep options because those are mm-hmm. you know, m- more convenient. But mm-hmm. um it was just like it was the whole, the 30 minute. It was just like. <laughs> yeah, you like, might need to hire somebody to do some meal prep I for you. I love your, I love the fact that this is your work. I think it's important for you to teach us how to take care of our bodies and cook for ourselves. I love that. Yeah. But this is a lot more work than you suggest. Oh, easy breezy. 20 minutes it's not easy it's not breezy it's not easy it's not breezy girl it's not it's not no that's real that's all Um, that's my baby what is yours mine is really petty (laughs) it's with ways uh oh don't tell me it's gonna take me a certain amount of time to get somewhere and and I'm driving there and the traffic is thick. And I know the traffic been thick is the same thickness it was when I checked the thing when I was leaving. And it's not an accident. <laughs> it's just thick ass traffic. And it takes me twenty five minutes more than what it was. Then what ways thick? Yes. Wow. So I'm surprised by that. Part two. Okay. My petty peeve is with ways. It is also with the Bronx, okay? Because it took me one hour and 40 minutes to go meet Toya the other day. Yikes. It was Friday? An hour 40. It was Friday. That's wild. (laughs) It was Friday. And it was also a terrible time to to meet up and leave. Um, But I was incensed. And you know why I spent the, the, the majority of my time waiting to turn right on the Madison Avenue Bridge mm. because the light is three seconds fucking long. I hate the Blasio. That is your <laughs> fault. <laughs> that is your my petty peeve is also with the Blasio because he's the one who had them lights synced up all <laughs> stupid throughout the city. It took me forever just to bust a right on the Madison Avenue Bridge coming off the FDR. Just to bust a right. Just sitting, inching, inching, inching. Because literally only two to three cars can go at a time. So that's my petty peeve. Very petty this week. But an hour 40 it took me to get to the Bronx. Traffic is always often a petty. It's, I don't think there's anything petty about traffic. Traffic is maddening. Yeah, no. It's, it's actually inferior. And like... I try to prepare myself when I know I'm going to be in traffic. Oh, I'm going to listen to songs and I'm going to. But my dumb ass decided to take my child to the Bronx mm. and not double check to see if she had packed herself snacks, even mm, though we were going hungry. to dinner. So 
For one hour and 40 minutes, I listened to the pure agony of a child rolling around. Talking about, I'm so hungry. Oh my God. Can you just stop at the bodega? Oh my God. Can we just get some French fries? And I was like, while I love all of these sentiments, we are late (laughs) because of this fucking traffic. Mm. And so you will eat like a queen when you get there. But in the meantime, I need you to swallow your spit and leave me alone. <laughs> so, Bless it. Never again. When I tell you I will I will I've never been that mom. When she was little I was, but like as she's gotten older, I'm not really like the I always have a snack in my purse. That's just not really my judge. You would think it would be, but it's not. And so now oh it's about to be. Oh, it's very much about to be like, here's some Nutella and breadstick. Here's a fucking <laughs> peanut butter crackers. Here, I'm about to keep all that shit in my purse because never again will oh. I listen to a child scream at me for one hour and 40 minutes about how hungry they are yeah. while I am also hungry and irritated and driving to the Bronx. Oh, Noah. Oh, Noah, nothing. <laughs> I told her as I said, make sure you have everything you need for this car ride. It's going to be a long car ride. I told her an hour at the time. It's going to be an hour. Make sure you pee. Get what you need. You know what this nigga did? She was in the front dancing to K-pop. So you wasn't even getting the shit together. You knew you was hungry, but you the one decided to get one uh, bag of what's that shit called? Pirate's booty, which ain't nothing but but light cheese flavored styrofoam. Yes. And you were pissed off within three minutes of finishing the bag. <laughs> You're going to learn next time and stop listening to BTS and Blackpink <laughs> and go get your damn snacks. That's what you're gonna <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> wonderful people. <laughs> we we on a appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all for uh, oh, being shit. the amazing community, <laughs> uh, of amazing family that you have been to me and Jade. We oh, yes. uh, will be back, man, as <laughs> soon as we take a couple of beats to catch our breath. But in the meantime, you'll have reprises and mashups. Shout out to XD and Ty and Mary and yes. everyone on the Getting Grown team for helping us to bring you guys uh, wonderful content week after week. And we won't be back with live recording, but there will still be new episodes on your uh, devices each week. Um, until we get back with you guys in early September. But know that we love you. Know that we appreciate you. Know that we are all on the same side of this fight. Tell them what to do, sis. While we're gone and always... Drink your water because you got to hydrate all the internals. You got to make sure in addition to rest being imperative. Let me tell you something. You can't go three days without drinking water. You will die. Okay. So it's very important that you drink your water. You also want to mind your business unless it's on the other side of the river. But. You want to mind your business for the most part, because that is how we thrive, you know, when there's chaos around us and how we stay youthful Mm -hmm. and how we stay fresh is by staying internal, is by staying in our own shit. And lastly, you want to moisturize those externals. Because I be seeing too many dirty cracked hills running around the city. And it don't take nothing but a loofah 
and a pot of shea butter. It's not that difficult. So you want to make sure you're hitting from the rooter to the tuta, moisturizing between those toes, hit those ass cracks as well. <laughs> Why, sis? Because all of that will crack if it's dry. Bye, y'all. Bye. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.